Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Straits Times and The Business Times where we offer tips for the newcomer to the financial investment scene. I'm your host Ernest Lewis and with me is Vipin Kalra, CEO of Bank Bazaar International. Welcome to the show Vipin. Thank you. Uh, Vipin, tell me a bit about Bank Bazaar International, especially for our listeners who are, who may not be as familiar with your company. So yeah, Bank Bazaar is the online marketplace for financial services. So think of us like Amazon for financial services. Okay. In your experience, uh, you've been with this company uh, for a while now. What are the trends in the millennial market that you've noticed actually when it comes to financial services? Yeah, look, it's it's very interesting to to observe that uh, millennials are much more connected people than any other generation before, and therefore they are really a value seekers. They they look for information, they look for the best deal for their money, and when it comes to financial services, they are particularly very interested in understanding what's best for them. Okay, imagining if our target audience for this episode are the millennials, and say I'm a millennial, I'm in my mid twenties, and I've been working for a year or two at least after studying. My older relatives and even media reports tell me I should look at CPF as one good, reliable and solid way to plan financially for the future. Now, if I want to have 10%, 20% or 50% more in my money, in my CPF monies when I retire, am I heading the, down the right track if I take this route seriously? Uh, look, I think the CPF scheme in Singapore is one of the most flexible schemes that I've seen in my, in my career. But it has three parts, and therefore it's critical for people to sort of understand how to maximize the scheme. Part one of the scheme is your ordinary account, and, and as I think it's it's important for us to understand how to optimize that account by not only thinking about what this money could be used before retirement. The scheme provides flexibility in terms of using your ordinary account for uh, some of the special life events such as education or buying a house. So if you keep some money aside for those events and not only think about just retirement alone, then this money could be used for better use before you retire. And you mentioned this because your perspective is interesting because you were in Australia before when you were with Visa. Tell us how many years and you've observed the system over there. You've come over to Singapore recently and now you see the CPF system here. What's great? What's the comparison there? I lived in Australia for 25 years and in the last three, four years that I've been living in Singapore, I think Singapore has one of the best retirement plan uh, in the world. I mean, it has three parts which nowhere else that I've seen the kind of flexibility that Singapore CPF provides. Part one, as I mentioned, is the ordinary account where you can optimize what you need for special event versus what you need to save for, for future. Your part two is your special account, which I think is, is quite fascinating that you, this is, of course, the money that you lock away for your retirement age. But it also, it has a number of benefit. A, that you, because the fact that you can't touch it, it's almost like a forced saving for you. And B, because it has a higher interest rate, you get this extra benefit of getting the higher return on your investment, which you saved for your retirement. Mm. In many cases, it's up to 5%. Of course, you can always check with the CPF website itself for the full details. Correct. Yeah. And there's a third part, which is the SRS scheme, which is supported by the local banks in Singapore. If you put your money into SRS, which could be then used for investments, mutual funds, and other investment vehicles, any returns that come back from that investment goes back into your superannuation. The interesting thing is that any contribution into SRS has some great tax benefits. You're, you're getting a high return on your investment across all three parts of the CPF, part one. Part two, you're getting tax benefits on any additional money that you put into your special account. And part three, that you get a great investment return. It's almost like a forced saving plan 
in your uh, SRS as well as in special account. So combining all those benefits, I think it's a great scheme and I think something that millennials should think about from day one. How do you find, I mean, um, among the uh, readers that even come to your website as well, what are the trends? Do you find that there's more traction among articles where you offer tips for these kind of topics? Do you find there's more traction for that from the younger market? Yeah, my observation is that it's interesting that people typically think about CPF as something that they only need to think about when they get close to retirement age. Mm. But it is not true. And I think our job is to educate the millennials and the younger generation that CPF has many benefits even before retirement. But certainly when you get to retirement age, it has some great benefits because of the compounding effect of interest that you earn on your investments and your savings in CPF it actually turns out to be quite a great saving plan for you in future. Mm. So, yes, any article we write about CPF generally is starting to attract more and more millennials because they think that, okay, this makes sense. Okay. And the mindset, I think, as you said, I mean, you came from your experience in Australia. The mindset is, uh, is a very difficult thing to break down. We've been writing articles in the Straits Times for many years about CPF topics and how to invest and how to make use of it. But, I mean, my own experience uh, when my dad passed away a few years ago with my and, and I went down with my mom to the CPF board and I was talking to the officer uh, over there and she was telling me about her day-to-day jobs. And she said that it's very difficult to try and convince people and change their mindsets on the job itself. And it is a challenge, I think. At that level, on the ground level, you know, I can, I sort of got an insight into that. And that's why we feel this is an important topic to raise in this episode. So, Vipin, I mean, what, what do you think of that, the mindset? Uh, look, I think it's very common for a younger generation to not worry about savings because they typically live their life on a day-by-day basis. However, I think with the millennials, given that they are much more financially savvy, in my opinion, they're starting to think about the savings and the value for value of money. So the time is quite right for us to start to educate, especially the younger generation, about the, the value of saving and value of CPF in that context. The second part is that there is a stigma in the society about any retirement plan, that this is something we should think about when you are in your 40s and 50s. And I think we need to break that stigma by educating consumers and public in general that given the flexibility that CPF provides in Singapore, the money could be used even before retirement, right? That's the first uh, message that we need to convey more clearly and more succinctly. The first part we need to break then. Right. So the second benefit is that CPF is a good saving plan. If you put your money in a bank account, you will never get that kind of return on your investment. Whereas CPF provides a much higher interest rate. Your ordinary account provides somewhere between 3 to 4%. Your special account provides somewhere between 4 to 5%. That's a great invest interest rate for any investment in Singapore. So I think we need to educate consumers more and more about the benefit of CPF, both in the short term as well as in the long run. That's interesting because we've spoken to other uh, guest experts who have been on the show before, and they've also been telling us that there's a lot of interest in financial planning, especially from the younger market, some even as early as the late teens as well. So that's great. Thanks, Vipin. Thank you. And for more details on financial products and tips and tricks, go to bankbazaar.sg. That's bankbazaar.sg. We also have a link in the story below. And that's a wrap for Money Hacks and do send us your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. There are also more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times and The Business Times. Now do note that any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended for your own general information. 
Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.